Welcome to Sad Styles Productions. Let me run you through our daily specials. On Tuesday, relive your childhood gaming memories on the Retrograde Podcast. On Thursday, the Jackass crew relives the pain and glory of the TV show Jackass. Also on Thursday, Mikey and Brian let you in on all the secrets of sports marketing on the sign-off, a framework podcast. On Fridays, losing money with Andrew Baskin helps satisfy your 20-minute sports gambling fix. Keep your hands inside the car at all times. Enjoy the ride. Get into it. Coming up... A Sad Styles production. Get into it. Um, Contra, what a legend. We're finally playing Contra. We are, and we're not playing my favorite of the series. Oh, good. But we're going <laughs> We're going back. I mean, why would we start with the best? Yeah, I know you're right. We're starting with the first, right? We're starting with the yes. first, which is often considered one of the best. Yeah. It also could be one of the worst, depending on how you look at the list. Is the glass half full, glass half empty? What do you actually say? If I'm trying to give it to somebody, I'm like, do you want half of my beer? It doesn't even have to be half full or half empty. Right. I've still got half a tank or I've only got half a Absolutely. tank. Absolutely. I'm about to drive to the North Pole. I've only got half a tank of gas. Great. Are uh, you mm-hmm. Are you seeing Santa again? Andrew. No, he's he says he's good this time. He always says he's good this time. And always I know good. he gets you all the gifts you could he ever does. you want. He does. But he's he up and leaves you on Christmas and that's your favorite day. It is. And I'm always like, Santa Daddy, can you stay home this time? Andrew, I got uh now what? I didn't want to tell you this now. What's up? What, what's going on? Last Christmas, when you gave him your heart, uh-huh. um, that's why I wrote the song about. I saw my mommy kissing Santa. I'm sorry. What now? I saw mommy. Your mommy? Uh, my mommy kissing Santa Claus, and she <sighs> knows about you too. Oh my god! And I'm assuming he <sighs> knows about you. Well, yeah, he's pretty aware yeah. of me. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how relationships work. No I one will have one. Yeah. Me. Okay. to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Mike Konami, Aaron uh, Ward. Come on, that was so good. That was not bad. It's perfect. That's, it's not, I, here's the thing, I yeah. think I've used it before. I don't care. I don't either. If you didn't say anything, there would have been seven people out there that got really mad at us, yes. and everyone else would have been like, very good. Why does that sound familiar? That you know matter. what? You know what? Like, you hear this all the time and you listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and they talk about how often they get called out on saying the wrong thing. Yes. And it's true. You it do. It's true. It's, it's baffling oh who God. comes out of the woodwork to tell you what you've done wrong. But a lot of the times... It's people I really like. Yes, I know. It's like listeners who I've developed a relationship with um, (laughs) consensually uh, who come out and they're like, you know, you got this wrong. Who I think Brian Bland said something recently Classic that I found Brian incredibly Bland. endearing. Actually, it was he said he oh it was about made, me. Yeah, I remember this one. We made two mistakes yes. in a recent episode. Yeah, and uh, and he's like he's like blah blah blah. It's about the lawyer being eaten off the toilet in the Jurassic, in Jurassic Park. Park. Yes, and then he said something like, "Great episode, ten out of 10. Yes, and I'm like, "That's, that's the gr- way you fucking do it." I know. So unbelievably, you know, in our in our modicum of fame that we've established within a certain community of yes. people, the number of people that come after us for things that we're wrong about. I understand video games very passionate about people. You know, it's a real community that people feel real ownership over. So I get when we get something wrong, they come out of the woodwork. You're like you're saying yes to to correct us. I get that, and every time I want to reply. Thanks for listening. Yes, that's that's kind of <laughs> Thanks what for listening. it is. It's this weird, bittersweet thing. I'm sure if you got uber famous yeah. and you heard it all the time, that would be a little bit more frustrating. But mm-hmm. it is kind of a sign that people are aware and people are listening. And so I, so I like that. And hey, look, if you're new to this podcast, oh. first of all, 
Thanks for listening. Yeah, and second of all, his name is Mike Yarenworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. We're back for another week. That's Keep true. Going. We are. Thank, yes. thank you. No problem. Uh, uh, the, the bad boy of, of podcasting. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I do so want to say, typically what we like to do on this podcast mm-hmm. is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually it's something that had somewhat of an effect on us, positive or negative. Uh, we rate the game out of four bits based on our memory of the game. Right. Take a little bit of a break, play some of the audio of us playing the game, then come back and rate it out of four bits as it stands up in the modern day against likes of modern games. Um, this week is no oh. different. What a game this week. This week, we're looking at Contra for the NES, the yes. original Contra. It is not my favorite in the series, but it is the original in the series. Yeah, just try and restrain yourself about that with I, all criticisms, okay? A hundred percent. I am so good at restraining myself oh, and boy. others. Yes. Have you seen my basement? <laughs> I was going to say, I've gotten so good at like, you know, Mike, Mikey lives... Uh, BDSM. What? Oh no! I was oh, gonna no? get. I was okay. gonna lead to there. You know. Okay. okay thanks. But is the you live a solitary life? Solitary. Solitary. Life? Yes. Solitary life. Excuse me. Um. So you. So you've learned to tie yourself down. Yes. Uh, you know the last one is just with your teeth, uh, tying just, it across uh, your neck, and you're like done. Done. Now I'm good. And now I hope someone comes to find me. <laughs> well, that's how. And you order a ton of packages. Oh, so then yeah. somebody eventually was like, uh, hey, and you're like, oh, no. I have two things to say to that. Okay. One of them. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite shows of all time, uh, Kiaru and Relakuma on Netflix. Okay. Uh, there's an episode where- uh, uh, I'm sorry, are you making that up? Is that a real show? Yeah, I watch that show all the time. Say it again. Kiaru and Relakuma. It's that like stop motion animation Japanese show on Netflix oh, okay. I, about the woman who lives with the three bears. I know. I know. It sounds. It sounds very much like you are. Every time it sounds like you are coming up with the title off the top of your head. Kiarumu and Rakuma. Well, because I always forget <laughs> if, it's, if, it's, if it's Rakuma and Kiaru or Kiaru and Rakuma. So oh, I always forget forget okay. that. It's very good. There's an episode <laughs> where she uh, orders a bunch of packages because she's, she's attracted to the delivery guy. Yeah, classic. So that's one thing. Classic. The other thing is, is you're right. I do live a very uh, solitary life. By the way, if you're waiting for us to talk about Contra and you're new to the podcast, we, we'll get there. We, welcome we just, to the Retrograde Podcast. The retrograde. <laughs> Look at our reviews. We don't always get straight to the game. <laughs> you're lucky if we do. Um, and the other thing is, is because I live alone. Thanks uh, for the download. Sometimes I get scared yeah. if I feel so sick that I think I might die. Uh, and this happened to me. Does I got, this happen often? It, it has happened once to me oh where God. I got so sick that I felt like I've never been here before. I'm going to leave my door unlocked. Oh my just God. Just in case something happens, they don't have to break the door down. I, li- I swear on my life I did that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's so dark. Yeah. And sometimes yep. I unlock the door and I leave a sign on there saying, lonely little man. <laughs> you, you, you made a lot of these like velvet keychain mm-hmm. dangly things with a question mark in gold yes and, and I, I just leave them around the city yes exactly yeah. and just and when you hear that door like you know unlocking it's like oh what's gonna come down what's gonna come down baby <laughs> um andrew i have a uh that's one confession but i have another real confession like a real usher situation here. yeah these are my confessions mm-hmm. that was a good song um okay. here's my confession all right i am hopelessly addicted to Overwatch again. <laughs> I cannot stop playing it to the point where I may uninstall it because I can't. Okay, you know how a lot of people, they, they tell the story about how they're like, I'm not going to check Twitter for the day. Okay, and sure. then all of a sudden they blink and they're on their phone on Twitter and they don't know how they got there. Subconscious. That is happening to me with Overwatch. Unconscious. Uh, yeah, yeah. Unconscious yeah. movement, yeah. Uh, that's happening to me with Overwatch now. Mikey... You know, this is this is great, and I'm glad you're telling all the D-pads out there and, and letting them know. 
Can I tell you this is the least surprising thing that's happened all day? <laughs> like, like this, you're telling me like that's like you won't believe this. I'm like, no, I totally believe this. Well, I thought I was getting better. I mean, there was a time I, I was into. I, okay, interesting. <laughs> I, I was in, when I played The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, it made me realize narrative-driven games. When I get into them, I fucking love them. Yeah, yeah. and I went from Last of Us Part Two. I think I played Demon Souls after that, oh, wow. then Death Stranding, right. then Batman Arkham Knight, and I was just going on the string. How's that going, by the way? Very close to finish. Hashtag <laughs> 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 Mikey doesn't finish. <laughs> um, and I was on a good string, and during that time, I barely played Overwatch. And the reason, it's part and parcel, the reason I was able to finish those games is because I wasn't playing Overwatch. Right, okay. And I'm, as much as I'm enjoying over, I'm better than I've ever fucking been at that game. I'm like really good at it now. Okay. Like I'm, I'm really good at it, but I get no satisfaction out of it. The Mick, uh, Jagger, special. Mick Jagger special. And I'm like, why am I playing this game if after an hour of playing it, I get really down on myself? Okay, so uh, listener at home, sweet D-pad, thank you for listening. If you replace the word Overwatch with drugs, Mikey would sound like such an addict right 100%. now. hundred percent. I thought I was getting better, but by the way, I've never been better. I've never been better, and I, <laughs> well, I, no I I'm, I'm on the other side of it, man. Like I'm, I, like you, no one's doing it like I. Am. No one, no one says like I'm so good at snorting cocaine. I can snort it from ten feet away now. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, I think people would say that. Oh, by the way, really? I'm the best at cocaine. And you're like, oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna buy the biggest cocaine. boat. We're gonna We're open the biggest <laughs> bar. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's just my way of saying there are a couple D pads who I've added oh, uh, that's to, nice. to uh to but I haven't seen them online at all. So if if you're out there yeah. and you you found me on Twitter at retrograde Mikey and we've been talking, you're at retrograde Andy, What's obviously. Up? Uh and and we've talked about exchanging uh, information. I have added you, so look for uh soup plant. I won't give my full credentials just in case there's some crazies out there. On, but if you're interested in playing with me, hit me up on Twitter and, and we'll we'll set up. I was gonna up. say yes. Let us know on Twitter and we will, you know, we'll sparse through those and like add them as we yes. go and stuff yes. like that. Because I also would like to play with you. I'd like to play together. Together. We haven't 100%. played in a long, long time together. And I think that's what I have to start I doing. I would love to enable your addiction. Well, but here's the thing is I think I need to separate because Overwatch is a lot of fun to me. It is something that I fundamentally enjoy, but I think I do it too much. Like I do think that it is an addiction and it legitimately is a problem. I want to cut to every listener just nodding their head right yeah. now. <laughs> they're commuting. They're on the gym. They're at the gym. They're just like walking like, around. We know this about you. Yeah, we I know. know this like, about yeah, you. I know. Yeah. Um, but so I want to, so I want to segment it to more of a social thing. I will play it, but when there's a group of people and I can, you know, right. have some, get something else out of it. Because otherwise... What I really want to go back and do, I've had this weird itching, and I know you asked me, like, what games am I going to play now that I'm done Ratchet and Clank? Yeah. Um, and I said Death Stranding and Arkham Knight. I got to clean those ones up. Sounds amazing. I have this weird itch. Clean those up. To put, clean them up. <laughs> clean them up. I, I clean was, it up. <laughs> I have this weird itch to go back and play The Last of Us Part Two again. I do, too. Do you really? Oh, my God. I totally want to go through it again. I heard people talking about it recently, and I was same, like- Same with and me. And I was like, yeah, that was fun. 100%. I loved that, especially the bow and arrow. I just had so much fun of just like popping out of nowhere, like what? Bang, and just snapping him in the me head. It's the idea of playing through the game again. Because one of my criticisms, look, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't heard our in-depth analysis of oh, The Last boy. of Us Part Two, and that interests you, yeah. go back. I mean, it, it was around the time the game came out, maybe mm -hmm. a month after, and it's like a two-hour episode where we, we get into the weeds with it. Well, you and I really go at we it, really, too. We yeah. really go at it, and to this day... I don't think you've changed your opinion on who you, where you fall in the Abby Ellie debate. No, I haven't changed mine either, but it's like a very heartfelt uh, debate over 
who was right and who was wrong in in that. I so I love the story of the game. I love the set yeah. pieces, but what I didn't like was the way there was this dissonance between the urgency of what's going on in the game mm-hmm. and the need to look under every nook and cranny yes, for these yes, weird collectibles yes, yes. and things. Playing through it on New Game Plus or whatever new whatever the the, the second playthrough is called in this yeah. um, would be so much more fun because all you're doing is scavenging for materials when you need materials. Yep. I'm not looking for new weapons upgrades or anything mm-hmm. like ammo. that. You're looking and, for yeah, ammo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I'd really like to do that. I'd just cut through the noise we talked about this, the way some people play that game, oh, like when you see videos of them art. just kicking ass, it, it looks fucking phenomenal. It's incredible. I've never made a game look as good as they make it look. You know, and a huge part of it is too, is like, and you know, maybe, you know, make fun of me all you want, but like a huge part I will. of it. Okay, um, I'll go first. No, 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 no. Andrew, you oh. dumb fucking loser. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, there you go no. sitting with your white socks. Yeah, yeah, no one wears wear, white socks. People wear white socks. They should socks. though. Oh. Athletic socks. Would you run here? I did, I, it was actually late, so yes, I did. Oh, okay, uh, that's fair. No, it was. <laughs> I'm not done. Oh, you're sitting <laughs> there. Oh, I'm sitting there cross-legged because I'm such a stuck-up little boy. <laughs> mm. Okay, that one hit home. Wait a second. <laughs> I am a stuck-up little boy. <laughs> Um, so a huge part of Last of Us too, like that, you know, I, I think some people don't want to admit is like, I eat bananas, oh, I eat bananas <laughs> and I don't peel them because I like the bitter taste of the peel. <laughs> There's a popular TikTok going around of a person trying watermelon. Remember the thing going around with watermelon and mustard? And people are like, what? You didn't see that? No. Okay, so there's a thing that was like, watermelon and mustard's really good. And then people try and go on like, you know, this is not bad. That's Whatever. disgusting. I'm never going to try it. That seems horrible and like against God. But <laughs> is, then somebody tried like, I cut it into slices and I tried it with different condiments. And then somebody tried it with honey and I'm like, guess what? That's that, good taste. That's going to be Wonderful. great. Yeah. Two, two, you know, and she's like, oh, this is really good. And she poured more and then just ate the rest of it like with the rind. And every and so everyone <laughs> posts a reaction video of going like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Huh? And I just think about that. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, so Last of Us 2, which I, I find remarkable, a big part of the game is is a horror-based game. There's a large part where it's terrifying. Yes. You don't know what's coming, and there's some actually built-in jump scares this time, which too. Which I fucking hate. Yeah, I know you do. You've made this well established. <laughs> this thing, Mikey, like we should almost create the Bible of Mikey, the Ten Commandments of Mikey. I oh, like Overwatch. Think I haven't I, made that already. <laughs> they are on stone tablets. They, they I carry fa- them around. They found it in John Wick's booth house oh john After. wilkes booth yeah um <laughs> i thought you were saying john wick uh yeah. john wick booth oh my god there's a oh character oh my god there's, there's a, a halloween character oh here. my god holy shit andrew Everyone, shut, up, shut up shut up we gotta decide this so if you lose the horror element of last of us 2 i think it'd be so much fun to go on like where you hear them like uh you know, whatever. And you're like, <laughs> bang. You become the fucking hunter. You do. Because you know, speaking of John Wick, by the way, <laughs> you just like walk into the room like, ha ha, bang, 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 You're bang, the bang. Baba Yaga. I, I mean, yes. th- there is that whole element of when I play those games, the, the, the joke is you finish the game and you still have all of the resources you refuse to use. Yes. When you watch people play the game in that exciting way, they use whatever they want whenever mm-hmm. they want. And wouldn't that be more fun? It would Absolutely. be so much more fun. I really want to throw caution to the wind, not play on the hardest difficulty, but just know that I could use whatever resources I want in the midst of a set piece yeah. and not stealth my way through. I've said this on the podcast before. How do you how do you feel about stealth set piece? Do you like stealth in video games? Like do you like the do you like the mechanics of it? When used correctly as as a pace change, I do. 
Okay. I, I do. And there were, there are parts of the game where I'm like, I understand why this is happening because if we got overwhelmed with just violence, I yeah. don't think the game would be as effective. I think the use of violence in, in spurts right. is whatever. And so if it's a pace change, fine. If there was a whole game like that, oh my God. Well, okay, so, yeah, mine's, it's more of a general question, like stealth in video games. Do you, do you enjoy being stealthy in video games? Not always. I would say I am a 50% success rate at that. See, it's, it's, it's weird. Cause I, I like the idea of it, Yeah, but I've realized I hate being stealthy in video games. I find it boring as fuck. The mm -hmm. AI is always easy to manipulate and it always becomes this weird feeling of like doing it because I feel like I'm supposed to, and then getting through it and feeling like I've just, I've done it wrong yeah. and yet just scrambled my way to the finish line somehow. Anyway. Are you talking about also about like tailing missions like LA Noir or things like that? Sure. Is that a stealth mission? Uh, it could. Well, that is the epitome of like the worst version of okay. no, not, not just LA Noir. Tail, like tailing missions in general yes. are yes. atrocious. A classic rock star trope. Yes. yes. Or or Ubisoft in Assassin's Creed. They do oh, that a lot as well. that's true too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so, so, is that, so that counts to that too as well? It does, but I, there's this weird, what I, what, okay, here's my call to action. Okay. Uh, for all of the video game developers listening to oh, us. Oh, wow. Do not feel as though it's necessary to design a game where there's a moral justification or a moral righteousness to stealth in video games. Okay. I don't want to feel like the better choice or the more correct choice is to be stealthy. If there's an ability to do stealth hmm. or to ram my way through it, I want them to be treated equally in terms of the overall morale of the story because most of the time mm. it's like it wouldn't it be better if you made it through without killing anyone because that's kind of what you should you're, do. You're describing the Hitman franchise. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. But yeah. or like so I think of Dishonored in the same oh, way. Okay, yeah. Where like Dishonored is a great franchise, especially Dishonored 1, where it's like you could go through stealth and not kill anyone and that was kind of the goal. If you do kill people, it's way more fucking fun. Yeah. But the game becomes arbitrarily more difficult and cumbersome if you do it. That's the mechanic of the game. Right. Because the next level has these like weird zombie enemies to it. Yeah. Don't do that. If you're going to give me the choice to do one or the other, don't punish me for making one because I always feel obligated to do stealth. But if you punish me, make it fun. If you, if you punish me, yeah. I need you to drag me out into the street, pull my big parachute pants down, smack my little bottom in front of everyone because uh -huh. that's not stealth. No. That and is, all of a sudden, no. all of a sudden, that's okay? I like the idea of the clapping of your little bottom would <laughs> would have an exclamation mark over other people's heads like, huh? Huh? Oh, it's just a box. <laughs> it's not my box. I have a penis. <laughs> you just can't tell from that far away. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Andrew, what, are, what have you been up to these days? You been playing... So, I have to make an addition. Oh. I know I am not really the papa in this situation, but I've made a purchase. Boom, 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 I, I hope to have made up my mind sometimes in video games long before I bought them. Oh, oh so you don't mean advertising video games as in like uh, like uh, branded content. You mean like uh, commercial for a video game? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Like yeah, if yeah, I'm at a bus okay. stop and they're like, buy this. And I'm like, mm, no, nah, yeah. I'm good. Okay. You know, like uh, there was a large part of it about, uh, oh God, now I'm screwed up. This is not even a good example anymore. Uh, but you're like, there's always a really bad, there's always a super bad guy and you're changing locations. There was a cult one. You're on an island in one. Far Cry? Far Cry. Okay, yeah, wow, yeah, Wow, yeah. good job. Yeah. Um, it was always like a huge- I gotta say, 
Not a great job setting me up. I did. I, I, that's why I'm really impressed by I you. I don't know why I got it. You got it and you <laughs> nailed it. And I appreciate that. But that was always a big one like uh, that that were advertised bus stops yeah, around yeah, the yeah, city, yeah, yeah. billboards, yep. things like that. Yep. And I was always like, no, I'm good. Sure. Even though I kind of do want to play them. But I, I, I didn't <laughs> end up doing it. But you know what? When it comes to sports, which I am a big sucker for anyway, the MLB All-Star Game happened and I'm like, Man, it'd be great to play as Shion Otani, or it'd be great to play as Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And I was like, oh, fuck it. It's 30% off right now. Amazing. It's under 50 bucks. And I, you know what? I'm right back in like an old shoe. Like, it's great. Turns out the best advertisement for a sports video game is the sport the itself. The sport itself. Like, legitimately, when I'm watching the NHL yeah. playoffs, I'm like, why didn't I buy the NHL franchise? Don't you want to be these guys? Right. I do want to be I these guys. I do want to be those guys. And especially, too, but like, a huge part of this is, like, I've, you know, if you've been listening for a while, I do love the management style. I love the yes. simulation style. So, like, I love, like... I'm going to be the Toronto Blue Jays. How would I tinker with this sure, game? Especially sure. as the trade deadline's approaching in the major league baseball. I'd love to like build this franchise into success. And especially in the depths of baseball where there are three leagues underneath and you control all of them. And you you explain love that. that to me. And it's so in the, in, in the NHL uh, franchise, like NHL 21, yeah. NHL 22, um, the or 21 for now, um, the management mode, you have your NHL team and your AHL affiliate, the mm -hmm. American Hockey League, which is like the, the, the tier down. Yep. When you explain there are three three other teams, yes, that is bonkers. I love it. It fe no in a good way. I love because I feel like people who love baseball, yeah. love that inside baseball. The minutia kind of, of, yes, the, exactly. of the game is yeah. kind of what makes it fun. And so you're like, so if my short stuff goes down, okay, so I've got a guy on the bench, but I like, but I've got a rookie in the in Triple A that I really like, and maybe I can move him up, and then maybe if the guy comes back, I could trade him. And you start doing all these like weird like. Uh, Loki and timeline splitting, you know, yeah. kind of <laughs> level stuff where you're like, oh my God, wait a second. I love that because every game is 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 about minutiae. Every game is about the little right. decisions. And then, then the actual league operation is about little decisions. How many games per season do you sim and how many do you play? So the, <laughs> the sad answer about that is I will play 30 games and I'll play the first 30. And then I get tired and go, how's this team going to do? Oh, wow. and I get to the I I am. It's so funny because you and I are totally opposite. Yeah, we I, are. I'm I'm kind of I like the idea of making trades and building up the team, but my goal is to just play the game. I, I know. all I want to do like you you mentioned this when we first started recording this podcast that you had never finished a season in a sports. Game. I've never played every game in a season of a sports season. And it, it, when I was in into NHL, like from 07 onwards, once they got the like skill Overwatch stick. in. Like Overwatch. You know, I always have one of those games in my life. There and for go. a long time, it was NHL. And I would play, between be a pro and the general manager, I would play six seasons minimum. Holy minimum shit. per year. Minimum. Six seasons? Minimum. Oh my like, God. Like I would, I would, like I loved, I loved those games so much. It oh was, my God. that's what I would play every fucking day. Right. And, and this is when I had a modded Xbox 360, so I could play any game I wanted. Oh, wow. Um, which, by the way, I don't recommend modding. I'm not saying <laughs> do it. But, but if you do. the argument is if you can't afford to play the games mm -hmm. and you want to mod because you're younger and maybe maybe you don't you're you're paying your way to university, reason. whatever reason, um, do it. But if you have the opportunity to support the video game companies yes. later, yes. buy the games and buy frivolously. Yeah. Also, my heart doesn't go out to EA, but whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like sure, independent, sure. independent ones, especially. Um, yeah. Do whatever you want with it. But I totally with you. And it's like, you know, baseball, one of the beauties of it is there's no clock. 
It's 162 games. It's a huge schedule. Yeah, yeah. All kind of stuff. It does get tiresome. My problem is, is like, I just am so impatient with this kind of stuff that I start looking back in the trades I'll make in one single season. And I mean like 40 trades. Yeah. And you're like, so every guy I played like two weeks on the team. I'm like, nah, get this guy out of here. Yeah. But that, so when I play, uh, I, in a franchise, if I'm playing be a pro, I'll, I'll go through my whole, cause I sure. don't care what, what, what the team around me is no. as much as, but if I'm, if I'm doing a general manager mode, uh, or a franchise mode, I'll play maximum two or three seasons. Because yeah. at, at a certain point, none of the teams look the same. No. And I, and, and some of my favorite players retire, and I'm like, I don't You, you recognize half the team after yeah, a while. Yeah, like, that's, who's that's that guy? No he's a, no he's a made-up guy. Okay. How, how do you like the game, though? Is it? Is it's it actually really good. It's beautiful to look at. I think the interface has changed uh, quite a bit to its to its benefit. Yeah. And, uh, and no, it's it's... It was one of those ones where I immediately started playing. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Oh, it just fucking one. feels oh. like a warm fucking bath. It is. It's like the the jeans that you've worn in. Yes. You know what I mean? You're oh. like, oh, I love this. That's And that's the feeling I have with Overwatch where I'm like, okay. I could. because. <laughs> Oh, we're back on that, are I'm we? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm like I like I've said. I want to go back into Death Stranding. I have these games that I'm like five hours away from finishing, and I but I've been, I'm very far removed from them. So in the <laughs> hardest five hours of the game, I have to relearn the mechanics. That is kind of treacherous. You are hours from finishing a hashtag. You're just oh. putting it to bed, going. Mikey doesn't finish. You're like, I'll I show do, you. I do, but I'm like, I'll do it Overwatch. tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Exactly. Um, and yeah, so I'm like, I could struggle for a bit, or yeah. just do this thing that I'm I'm familiar with. But you mentioned that that was your Papa's purchase. That Andrew, is my Papa's purchase. I've got a Papa's purchase <gasps> as well. Are we doing it twice? By golly, it's Papa's purchases with me, Papa Mikey. Get on board. Yeah. I yeah I uh, I I I set my calendar bright and early today. Oh, for one p.m. Eastern time. We're recording this on a Friday. Okay. If you're familiar with news of the industry, what happened today? Okay. One, one o'clock Eastern time. Steam uh, released. Oh my! A handheld. You bought that? I put it on. I reserved it. Wow. So here here's the weird thing, and that gets it was three Owen Wilson wows. Wow. Wow. It was uh, uh so. Very interesting way to do it, and I'm happy they did it this way because I'm not 100% sure I'm going to get it. Oh. It, it looks like Game Gear 2.0. It does. It looks like if I needed to, if I had to be the villain in a movie mm. where a uh, 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 family of color moves into the neighborhood and I'm not okay with oh, it. Jesus Christ. And I have to throw a brick through their window. I'm not saying I believe this, but there's always that character in the movie. If but, I didn't. But that was the example off the top of your head. Well, because because <laughs> this thing looks like a giant brick. If oh, I didn't have go. a brick, I would use the So you didn't want to go with like, if I was a mason. <laughs> I, Masons. Masons are probably more racist than anyone. That's I would say Mason, high racist possibility. It's it you no, know, but there's Free always Masons, very high possibility. Very high possibility. Yes. Um no, it, it it looks like a fucking brick. It looks yeah. like the type of thing you would throw through someone's window to send a message. And <laughs> either that or the game gear. The problem is it, yeah. I'm worried that if I get this thing mm -hmm. and I want to bring it on an airplane. People think you're racist? <laughs> Oh no! Sorry. No, oh no! Not that. Oh no! Are you gonna throw this through the window, man? <laughs> no, I'm gonna throw it through the window or the pressure pressurized plane. Yeah. No, I'm gonna try to walk on the plane. They're gonna be like, "Sir," I'm be like, "What?" They're like, you gotta check that. Like, they're not gonna let me bring this on. It's enormous. It's it fucking is so huge. Big. It now, does look like a game gear, by the if way. If you, if you, it actually does. It really does. And it, it's the in terms of form factor, it really goes to show Nintendo knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. For for hardware and Valve turns out doesn't. Not in the hardware business. No. If you look at their the Steam controller, they release. Or yeah. this, both of them look 
bad. Yep. Just bad. bad. But all I've been saying for the since the PlayStation Vita came out, when that started to embrace the idea of indie games on a handheld, uh, which I loved. The PlayStation Vita is one of the, one of the most underappreciated handheld systems of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, without a doubt. If not the most underappreciated. Interesting. And I've always said, if Steam has a handheld machine, I'm going to buy it. And... I said that before I saw what it looked like, but everything in concept is perfect. It looks great. It can yeah. play. It's basically a mini computer, which is why it's so bulky. Uh, but they're clearly going for the same aesthetic as like the Nintendo Switch. Um, um, I hope it works out well. I put it on reservation. In order to do so, you only have to put down $7. What's the retail price of it? Uh, the the it's uh depending on. So the, the base version is $450. Whoa. I know. I know. Oh, wow. But it's basically a computer. Like it's, it's, yeah. I don't know how long the battery is going to last. I don't know much about it. Based on the Game Gear style. That's the thing. It takes 48 AA batteries. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take one car battery, I think. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a jump? Why? And you just pull yeah. this thing out of your pocket? <laughs> my pocket? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding? That's yeah. fitting in a pocket. That's in my, my briefcase. My satchel. Yeah, yeah. My horse comes over and then, my horse, no! Oh, no, Mikey! Rod like the wind, bullseye! You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay! My horse comes over, I open up the satchel, it tries to kick me because it's not my horse, Red Dead Redemption yeah. 2, yada, 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 we're hitting all the bases. I like the idea that you would, you would you're uh, flying a uh, kite at night. And there's like, hey, what are you doing? Benjamin Franklin style? And he goes, nah, I got to charge my steam thing. It's hanging underneath the kite. And you're just hoping for a strike of lightning to light this thing up for the next couple hours. And Thor's up there throwing thunderbolts, yeah. trying to avoid it, but can't because it's so fucking big. But the the thing is, is I don't know much about it apart from what it looks like right. and the fact that it's a steam portable. So uh, I have until December to decide whether I want it. Once it's ready, they reach out to me. Oh. I'm basically just paying for the right to pay for it. To line up. Right, yes. exactly. So $7. Um, $7. So huh. I'm like, no harm, no foul. No, $7. I'm, I'm going to try it yeah. out. And when I do, hey, D-pads, I'll tell you all about it. Oh my it. God. So, so this yeah. is a potential Papa's purchase. Potential Papa's purchase. And and with that, I know mm. that there's one game that I could get on it, which oh. is the Contra Anniversary Hello. Collection. And I could play that if I wanted to, because that's on Steam. And that is a, uh, that's what we're going to be using actually to play today's game. Amazing. Which is Contra, the original on the oh NES. Now, a lot of you uh, know this game from the NES and may even think it was like a, a Nintendo exclusive title. Right. It wasn't. Oh. Contra was originally around on the arcades. Okay. And arcades and it was ported to the NES and actually like a variety of different consoles mm. under a variety of different names depending on the region. Um, Andrew, what is your relationship with Contra as a franchise and as a concept? You know, it's funny. It's, it is an more of an outstanding relationship in pop culture than it is to an intimate relationship with that I have myself with it. You know what I mean? It's not one of those ones where it's like, oh, Contra, one of my favorite games of all time. It's more that it's one of those games that has has a bigger impression in my head because of the Konami code. Sure. Because of the name itself, because of the, the two-style shooting system that they use and yep. stuff like that. That is bigger in my head than me going, oh, I remember playing that game for hours. Okay, so this is more zeitgeist than personal for yeah. you. Yeah. You know that it, that it exists. Actually, before you open that. Oh, okay. Let's, let's do this. So Andrew and I. Yeah. We're about to open, uh, we're about to crack open a beer. Oh, this yeah. one's from uh, Maverick Brewing Company in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Yeah. The reason why we're opening this and making a point of it on air is because this Ugh. week we're going to be doing uh, 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 
a uh, Mushroom Club. Mushroom episode. Club. The Mushroom Club is the Patreon arm yeah. of the Retrograde Podcast. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash retrograde podcast to become a member. We do a series of episodes called, well, first of all, we do at least two episodes per month. And we're doing Late, a lot more than that. we've been doing one per week or so. You're welcome. Um, and uh, we have one segment of episodes that we do called uh, too drunk, too sober. Too drunk, too sober. And what we do is we play a video game against one another while we're sober. Yep. Then we take a break. We drink a lot. Yeah. And then we play the game again to see who wins when we're drunk. Absolutely. And we're in the middle of uh, gearing up for the second half of one of those episodes. An episode that will be coming out this Friday this where Friday. we're going to be playing Mario Golf Speed Rush. Uh, Super Rush. Super Rush. Super Rush. That makes as much sense. And so we just played the front nine sober and we're going to be playing the back nine drunk after this episode. And so if you want to join us, please go over to patreon.com slash podcast where you can be doing stuff like this. We did recently a video game draft uh, oh, yeah. over the year 1998 and we've done the whole season recap of Loki. Yeah, all, all recently, all yeah, very recently. Yeah, so like there's some stuff that you could go to, so please go to Patreon. Oh, you know what? There's What's there's that? actually a direct uh, preview that you can get that's on our regular feed, oh. which is when we did a very fun episode, <laughs> yeah. which is we mix and match uh, uh, famous franchises of video games yeah. and assign them random genres mm -hmm. of gaming and have to come up with a pitch for them. So one of them was, was fun. Final Fight as a first-person shooter. We had uh, Beer Tapper as a rhythm game, et yeah. cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Mario Kart as a simulation racer. That was probably my <laughs> Mario most Kart. Favorite. Yeah, uh, Mario Kart, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, so so as you said, uh, this was more about being in the the zeitgeist for you, right? It, it was, was. It wasn't one of those ones where I'm like, oh, I remember pouring into my hours into Contra. It's more that Contra has an incredible... Um, you know, impression of the video game industry as a whole. And and so when when you go, hey, we're going to play Contra this week, I'm like, yay! And yes. then I'm like, wait, what? Okay, I, I think I... Oh, yeah, I know what it is. I'm, okay. I'm the exact opposite. Honestly, some of my best early gaming memories come from the franchise. And by the franchise, I mainly mean Alien Wars, Contra 3, the oh, Alien okay. Wars, which I think as a general consensus, is the best entry in the franchise. Okay. But we didn't want to start with that because we will return to this franchise. Sure and we, we don't want to start with the best. I have played Contra, the original. Strangely enough, though, oh. I played it as a kid after I played Contra 3. Oh. So it was this weird element of loving Contra 3. I played the shit out of it with my brother. Um, and, uh, and then finding out that there was an original one yeah. and playing that and going back a generation to play it was a very strange experience. I can imagine. So it was like memory, almost a preview to this podcast. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, 100%. And yeah. so I've been doing this since I was a little baby boy. Oh, you just been practicing this I've whole time. I've been practicing. And Andrew, boy, am I ready. Oh, yeah. um, I, I, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a bizarre experience because, uh, you know, as groundbreaking as this game was when it came out, mm -hmm. to me, it was a step back, which is oh. a, a weird perspective to have. And it, I've, I haven't really been able to shake that because so much of what I know about it is is Contra 3 the Alien Wars. Oh, that's Wars. interesting. Yeah. Um, now, there's a, one of the most, I think, iconic things about this game is the way it plays around with perspective for okay. a 2D game. It'll also do some top-down stuff. The perspective will shift to like a, almost like a third-person shooter at yeah. some points. It gets the most out of the NES <laughs> as just about any game yeah. ever has. Okay. Uh, especially for, for earlier on. This game came out originally in 1987 uh, for the arcade and 1988 the next year on the NES. Wow. As I mentioned, a lot of different iterations, a lot of different names depending on the the uh, the uh, location that you were in, whether it was PAL or, or, or America UK, whatever This it was. game came out before you were born. It came out before I was wow. born. Wow. Yeah. But I did have an NES. I mean, there was, did you have this as well where there was this era of gaming? And I wonder if it's the same with kids now 
where I had an NES, I had an SNES, and I had a Sega, and I treated all of them as though they were the same generation. They just played different games. Yeah, I think it's I think it's impossible to these days because yeah. it's such a clear, you know, delineation between generations that we use now. Like PS5 is seven years, like PS4 was eight years before the PS5. Like it's something like that. Like there are, may have been around then. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there are like really big differences between them. Coming for sure. In. For sure. And the way that we use games now too. It's like, there's, you know, backwards compatibility is always something we talk yes. about, but then you actually get to it and you're like, so it's not always backwards. Yeah. Compatible? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You know what? I, I thought about that when we were getting ready to play Contra yeah. because Nintendo for Nintendo, I have such a weird relationship with. You do. I love them so much. You and do. I fucking hate them so there much. There we go. <laughs> I, I the, the fact that I have bought Contra on a past Nintendo console and can't play it in that form on my Nintendo Switch yeah. is bonkers to me. Yeah. For a company that probably harder than any other company goes against ROMs and emulators and right. the sites that host them. Yeah. To have such an inability to access those games and carry them over from one generation or one system to another right. is just outrageous to me. Yeah, no. But uh, this this game, we, we do have it. We're going to be playing the Contra Anniversary Collection on the Nintendo Switch, which is available for about $25. There we if, go. if you played it, it's got the Contra original. It's got Contra 3, The Alien Wars, and a couple other iterations in between. Um, this one specifically, as I mentioned, is known for its play on perspective. Uh, it's got two-player co-op. The two players you can play as, obviously, Bill Riser. He's got blonde hair and a little bit of a headband. Bill he's, Riser. He's buff as fuck. I can imagine. He's buff as fuck, and his uh, his his partner in crime, oh. Lance, and you know you got Bill Riser. You can imagine what Lance's last name is, right? It's got to be pretty fucking badass. Yeah, it's probably Lance Blaze. Lance Bean, Bean, Bean. I don't think Mikey's on board. <laughs> Bean, Lance Bean, Lance Bean. Lance Bean is a worse name than Lance Bass. Is he the is he the heir to the LL Bean fortune? Andrew, that's what this is about. The oh aliens are trying to get the L.L. Bean fortune. It's a hostile takeover of the L.L. Bean fortune. <laughs> and I need to blow. <laughs> that's why it's office buildings, kicking open doors, killing aliens. <laughs> oh, my God. It's funny, though, because it is it is aliens coming in, right? Yes. The original game took place in a fictional place called Galuga, which was uh, in like a, a kind of jungle area, but the aliens were setting oh, up shop okay. there. I thought it was Galaga. Oh, that, I mean, it, Galaga sounds alien as well. I, I think fun. they were actually aliens in Galaga. Yeah. Um, but when it came out on the NES, the manual made a very clear distinction that this is not the future, and oh. this is not Galuga. Okay. This is the present day in the Amazon rainforest. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to let you know. This is hyper- <laughs> Relative this is and realistic. This is very realistic. They were talking about Lance the fires. Bean, real guy. We I pulled him off the street. This is Lance Bean. And this is a guy like, hey, what's up? And you're like, Lance Bean. Lance Bean is the stupidest name they could have thought it's of. It's so bad. That is so bad. And you're already dealing with the player two. And it, there's there's the player two is always worse. Yeah. Like the player. You get the one, Mad Cats controller. Yes, you yes. Get the Mad Cats controller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and you always have like the buff rip dude as player one, and then the second guy coming into the game is just like, yeah, fuck that guy. Like Herschel. whatever. <laughs> Herschel? Yeah. Herschel. Herschel. Hi. Hi. Am I late? Yes. <laughs> you go get them. Oh my god, they're coming that at us. That looks unsafe. Where'd that fire come from? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Um so there are so you play as those two if you want to play in the co-op, which we will be doing. We will. 
There, uh, you start with a rifle, just general hey, gun. That sounds great. You can upgrade to four different guns. There's a machine gun, a laser, a fireball. Uh, those, those are the, the the remaining ones, and like a like a spread gun. Okay, um, spread gun's kind of a famous one. It is a famous yeah. one, and and I. I remember most of these upgrades and everything being a lot more iconic in uh, Contra 3, The Alien Wars. In okay. it, like These two games are very different for me. And mm. I think, though, when I used to play Contra 1, I didn't have the patience for it. But right. you and I always talk about on this podcast about how we've become better at playing retro games. Yes. In a weird way. Yes. And I think I'm really going to enjoy this one. Oh, interesting. It's going to be very difficult because Contra is notoriously difficult. <sighs> yeah. But it's very pattern oriented. Right. Which you like. I do really yes, like that. Yes, you do like that. Yeah. I think, th I think the problem with the Retrograde podcast in general is you and I. But most after that is uh, <laughs> the idea that we take these classics and then you break them back down again and you're like, oh, so these games that we're playing modernly, modernly. Uh, Moderna and Lee. They've oh, all been vaccinated. Oh, good for them. Okay, yeah. good. Also, you, you should at home. Um, <laughs> is is that we break them back down again and yeah. we go, oh, it wasn't the game you thought. And, yes. the, and it's not the game you thought. It's it's fine in its own right. It's that we've had so many games improve upon a very right. famous game that was successful. Right. You look back and you go, oh no. You imbue those old memories of the games you love with all of the iterations and improvement that have come since. Yeah. And and I think that's a problem for retro gaming. It, it, the one criticism you and I get more than anything else is that we often prefer a remake to the original. Well, which which we're very open about the fact that we are not retro gamers. I, I also, like, hard to fight me on that one. I know, though. honestly. Like, no, yeah, you're 100% right, you know? Yeah. I, and I, I get the nostalgia, but what we are are two people who love video games yeah. in general. Yes. We don't have a specific affinity to retro games. The point of this podcast right. is to look back and see whether the games we played as kids still hold up today. Totally. totally. Not, not for a random sentimental reason, but as as games that are playable now. Yeah, totally. Like it's like like going back to Ghostbusters. You go like, you know what? The graphics are what makes this movie. And you're like, <laughs> but if I showed you the worst movie this year, the graphics are infinitely better. It's right. Like, so that's where we're comparing it to. It's just tough sometimes because we're trying to cut through nostalgia. Right. As as a podcast. Exactly. Exactly. And and I think this will be a really good test. I think it will. But I think this is that case where it's so stripped down yeah. that it will be very enjoyable. One of our big problems, you know, when we play Mega Man, for example, yes. is the inability to shoot in eight different directions. And right. in this game, you can. There are limitations yeah. to it where in order to shoot down and diagonal down, you have to jump first. I remember that. Yeah. But that's cool. That adds strategy to it, right? I like, I I think we're in for a treat with this one. Ooh. It remains to be seen, obviously. Um, but before we get into it, just a quick, quick little bit about the thought, the the, the thought, the plot. The plot the is that there's a thought and you got to get with it. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I like this. I like this. That's right? good. No, oh, yeah. So the year is 2633. This is the arcade 2633. version. 2633. Wow. There's an evil Red Falcon organization and they're basically taking over New Zealand. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Why do we have to fight? Wait, what? Well, um, it's because Bill and Lance, uh, they're part of what's called Earth's uh, Marine, uh, Earth Marine Corps Contra unit. Okay, can I tell you something about the Marine unit in general? Yes. Marine, I go, water, right? Always. Yeah, Always. and I go, Marine, and they're like, actually, uh, that's we, the Navy. We, I'm like, what does the Navy have so to do with water? So that's the Navy. It's like, oh, the Marines actually also uh, uh, fly planes. You're like, wait, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> Huh? And they're like, also, uh, then it's like, you know, there's certain elements of the army that I'm like, wait, sorry, that's the Marines? Okay, I'm sorry. Shouldn't that be the army at that point? No. Navy SEALs? 
Yeah. And they do most of the thing on lands. And you're like, <laughs> God, that drives me crazy. A lot of the times I see seals are just fucking lazing around yeah. on icebergs. 100%. Which is what, that's how the seals found Bin Laden. Is that true? They were just lazing around on an iceberg. Yeah. Eating whole fish hole. Eating fish hole. And they <laughs> had just these rums and Cokes and they could just shave a little bit of ice off of the ground, <laughs> throw them in there. And they're like, hey. Yeah. He's like, what? It's like, that guy Famous called terrorist. me crazy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Osama bin Laden. <laughs> I think this six seven terrorist, <laughs> this guy over here, yeah, you wouldn't believe it, Osama bin Laden. And he's like, I think that's Osama bin Laden. And he said to that other guy, the other seal said, I think you've been drinking too much. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. How many more times are we going to do nine eleven animal jokes? Because honestly, I'm running out on my limit here. A couple weeks ago, we made a joke about zoos and 9-11, and I can't... I was just about to say I forgot we made that joke, yeah. but I promise never to forget that we made those <laughs> jokes, so we won't. Um, so Bill and Lance, they're part of the Earth Marine Corps Contra unit, and the weirdest thing about this yes. is this is the year 2633. Guess what the Contra unit's specialization is? Climate control. Guerrilla warfare. Oh. Why are we focusing on guerrilla warfare? I, I don't know, Mike. In 2633. Well, this, this game came out. Cybersecurity <laughs> is what you focus on in 2633. This game out came out. Game out came out uh, this game? Game out came out. This game out. Uh, a decade after, you know, Vietnam. So I guess guerrilla warfare was like top of mind at that point. Yeah. Then, you know what? Maybe on the NES when they made it a modern game, that was the right call. Yeah, maybe, maybe that <laughs> was 2633. Yeah. Look. Gamer Rankings gave this one a 90%. And I think we're in for yeah. a treat, as I said, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, you Do you have any experience playing this oh, game? Oh, I do. Yeah, kid? I played this game. So do you, sure. wanna, do you want to rate this one as we remember it back when we played it? Okay, so here's here's a challenge that we are going to have in this podcast. You know, like I'm talking about, we're battling nostalgia. We're working on, we're working through our thoughts to, you know, break through what nostalgia has given us. Are you, are you about to get into your review? Yeah, is that okay. what supposed well, to do? Well, I just want to set them up first. Oh, okay. So for those of you who are new or may have just forgotten, oh. Andrew and I each gives these games to each gives these games two specific rankings. The first ranking out of four bits is our review based on what the game meant to us growing up, as though we're reviewing it back when it first came out. Then we take a bit of a break to revisit the game and uh, give it its second ranking, also out of four bits, which represents how the game holds up in the modern day uh, against likes of modern games. That said, every game will receive an ultimate score out of a possible 16 bits, with eight of those bits coming from Andrew, four for the retro score, four for the current score, mm. and eight for myself. Same breakdown. Hey, Andrew. I love it. Like the Berlin Wall, oh. which came after Vietnam. Yes. Break it down. Actually, right around, well, just after this. Yeah, yeah. just before this, excuse me. Okay. Mr. Bascom, break was, down that wall. Oh my God, that was exactly where I was going. <laughs> Mr. Mikey, I'll break down this wall. <laughs> All right, those are our Reagan impressions. Um, okay, so okay, so this is one of the tough ones where I have to split the difference between what is the nostalgia in my head that I remember from Contra up until the day I play it again, which is today. Yes. And what do I actually remember holding a controller in my hand? And I think in a large part, it's impossible to decide between those two things. Okay. I don't think I can go like, oh, I remember holding that controller and that was the best Sunday I ever had in my life. <laughs> um, I think it's like- You did this in church? Yeah, I did. I was like, I was holding a Game Gear. It was as big <laughs> as my head. The priest is like, what's that? I'm like, Nothing. <laughs> I plugged into six plugs in the walls. Um, yeah, I don't think I can split that from the difference of the Konami code and everything around Contra that has given us what we see in modern day video game culture. Like it's it's impossible to outsize what Contra is and what Contra means to modern day video games. And so for that reason, even though it didn't leave a real huge personal impression on me, I'm going to give it a three out of four. Amazing. Yeah. 
I I think that's a fair score to it, be honest. No, I think it's very fair. Yeah. I think a lot of people would expect higher. Yes. But I'm with you on that because I've played... <laughs> A lot of the times, I think that if there's only one version of a game that we have played, it's easier to give a higher score to, uh, and we feel worse giving a lower score yes. because that is the version that we remember. But in my mind, I've played Contra 3, and I've, I played Contra the original when it came out. So I have a very clear distinction between those two and a very huge preference over which I would rather play. And as a kid, yeah, 10 times out of 10, if you gave me a controller and said, play whichever Contra you want... I'm playing Contra 3. Yeah. That said, this one was a lot of fun. It just didn't feel the same way. It didn't have that crazy outrageousness that I remember Contra 3 having. Right. Uh, and it was way more difficult in my mind. So this one as well, I think it probably deserves higher, but because I played Contra 3 first, and that's just subjectively the way this one crumbles, mm -hmm. I'm giving this one a 3 out of 4 as well. Okay, there we go. See, like that, I'm glad you brought crumbles that up. Crumbles like the Berlin Wall. Oh, there we go. Crumble this wall. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because if we're saying the Contra franchise as a whole, we're going like three and a half, you know, four. Like, who Honestly, knows? like, see that they've had a lot of misses. But so I probably not a so four. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean though? Like it's, 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 this is what we're talking about. Battling the impression in people's minds yes. versus the actual one we're going to play. And so we're both giving this a three. That's a six out of eight. Solid. And I can't wait to go plaque and play this game. I can't wait to go plaque and play this game either. Is that what I said? I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Well, I can't wait to go plaque and play this game either. I want to just scrape my teeth on this game <laughs> all day long. I'm so excited to play this we, game. We cut, go to the other side and you just you're like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, it just, yeah, that vibration noise. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, this yeah, is pretty yeah, good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's play it. Uh, we'll use those laser guns on our teeth if we oh, want. And, uh, and then we'll come back and uh, we'll rate this game as it stands up in the modern day. I love that idea. Imagine what 2633 is going to give us for tooth technology. Oh, my God. I hope they're digital. <laughs> <laughs> digital teeth. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Let's go do it. Bye. Okay, so the, the we're looking at the aliens and uh, Lance and Bill. What are their names? Uh, Bill and Lance. Bill and, oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. They're not as big as I thought they'd be. Like, Lance is shredded, but, like, looks like crack shredded. They do quite <laughs> a bit of yoga, though. Yeah. Good for them. Um, Good for them. They're getting older. Yes, Bill and Lance. I was yeah. worried. It's Okay, so on the anniversary collection, mm -hmm. what we're looking at is basically a scene from Contra 3. Yeah. So I think I'm right in assuming that most people think Contra 3 is the best one. Yeah, it's funny because we've done this so many times. We did this NBA Street. We've done this other things where you go like, oh, I remember that game. And then you do the wrong game. Yes. And you're like, yes. oh, okay. We call so that franchise they, bleed. In this anniversary version, yeah, franchise bleed. That's yeah. that's the term we've yeah. come up with, right? Yeah. They have Contra from the arcade, and they also have Contra from the NES. Oh. Subtle differences would be the character models are the same, except there's a color variation. Right. Uh, the power-ups are slightly different. And because it's arcade versus NES, the overall look and feel is slightly worse mm -hmm. on the NES. But that's what I remember. That's what you remember. So yep. that's what we're going to play. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so we want to turn the volume up here because I think that the menu sounds on Contra are the best of maybe oh. any game. Okay. Um, so show, show off. Oh, that's a great noise. That is a great noise. Oh. All right, here we go. So we're going to uh, Return. exit. Oh, my God. And we're going to start again with two players. These here are we go. really nice. Music, everything. This game is just, presentation-wise, Konami knocks it out of the park. Is he smoking? Uh, you mean, is Bill smoking? I'm sorry, that's Bill, obviously. What happened there? Oh, right, we have to select. Yes. This is, okay, 
Hey, young gamers out there. Yeah. The select button used to be to select things on the menu. Mm -hmm. Now it is essentially unused. Yes, it is an unusable button. Now it's basically a take a picture button. Okay, here we go. Stage one, jungle. Amazon. Shoot is B, jump is A. Pretty easy. I can remember that. I've already lost one medal of honor. If you go in the water, you can't oh. uh, you can't jump. So you can't you can't shoot down unless you jump up, which yeah, is uh, I just which died I really again. Like. Wait, can I shoot you? No, no, I can't. Thank God. Thank God. That would be we've had real miserable. issues with that in the past. Andrew, you just exploded a bridge that we can't. I jump don't down. think I tried to though. I think uh, you did. You okay? I don't see a single gorilla. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. That was quick. Oh, I'm dead too. Wow, Mike, you're doing really good. 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 Really good. So this is very Rambo-esque. Yes, it is. Down to like the um, uh, the 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 headbands that they wear. Yes. Yeah, tank tops, jeans, and headbands. So what I like about this is you can actually aim left, right, up, and down. You know what I mean? Like that. Yes. That to me is a big plus which you don't have in a lot of games from this era. The prone position is also, like, incredible. Yes. So that's it, eh? That's it. So, uh, like I said, very hard. Holy shit. But once you start to memorize the pattern of who goes where, it is it is a little bit easier. So the difference between shooting down and being prone is very tough. So you have to jump to shoot down. Oh, you have to jump yeah, to so shoot Yeah, so you jump down. and then you can shoot diagonally. That's that's the key. Watch this. Oh, I, I uh, took a bullet for you. You ate that one. I said, uh, get down, Mr. President. And uh, you, got, <laughs> you, you got down and I didn't. So I got the spread gun right okay, now. Th this is the gun that I remember very much. Yeah, so. the spread gun kicks ass. You get that F thing. Oh, I, got, oh, I ate it? Really? The bullets are so fucking small to, and hard to avoid, eh? It is. It's, it's really hard to tell. Like, in almost everything else, the bullets are the size of, like, the benefits in Mr. Pac-Man. <laughs> Mr. Pac-Man, you heard me. The benefits... You know what I mean? Like the little pellets that give you like like good things. Yes. So I'm dead. We're not making it far at all. There's chaos in this game. Oh, I should have ducked. But okay, you see how right. like, what I like about this is I bet you oh we play God. through this and every time we play through it, we get a little bit farther. Uh, yeah, and which is kind of the sign of a good game. Okay, so we're trying again. Stage one, the jungle. This is our third try. Okay, so the bridge does explode automatically. Okay, thank you. You've been blaming me for a while now. I do that a lot, though. Yeah. And normally, I'm right. You oh, know what, my you God. You know what I'm, I'm having trouble getting used to is the fact you just kind of always hold shoot. You should always be shooting. You, there's there's never a time you're not shooting. Yes. I, you know what? Let's do this. So you're up top. I'm going to be down in the water. Yeah, why don't we just split the levels? Yes. Here we go. See, look. What did I say? Every time we play, we're going to get a little bit farther. Yeah, and it's true. We're almost... Oh, did you see me go prone in a yeah, that? Yeah, that was good. Nice job. And okay. then I just jumped And off Mikey's the... dead. Okay. So heads up. Mikey's alone here. He's going to try and fin finish Jungle 1. Oh, Mikey, it's just like you in your everyday life. Oh, okay. All cool. alone. And Mikey jumped to his death. But He's got on his last life. The only thing that's been able to kill me so far is heights. <laughs> oh, the laser gun is the worst. Oh, this does suck. Oh, and you ate it. Fucking bullshit. Okay, so we did get further than we last time. We did get time. further than last time. Okay, take four. So I played this game uh, oh, fuck not off. too long ago with my brother, and we basically played it all night until we uh, until we got a decent chunk of the way into it. And it was just so satisfying to just make that slow progress of every time you play 
you get a little bit better. You start to learn where all of the enemies are, who's coming out where. See? Okay, look at us, we look are at us getting, getting better. We're game. getting better. Look at us getting amazing at this game. Spread gun, give me that spread, baby. This is my favorite. Spread gun's the best. Oh, you gotta be See, fucking Andrew kidding Heights me. Fucking you, the, shit you were about to give me shit and you did the exact no, same I thing. No, I said, aren't, aren't heights dangerous in this game? And they are. You know, we should just watch the demo being played. See, they don't stop shooting the whole time. That's what we gotta be doing. They literally don't stop shooting. Look at us. This is how we should treat all these people in the in, in Vietnam. Shoot ask first, questions ask later. questions never. We won this war. <laughs> Look this at us. This is why people watch videos of you on YouTube of people kicking ass at video oh, games. Oh, fuck off. I shot him. Uh, actually, I don't think you did. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't have died there. Listen, I'm not trying to be difficult. Andrew, no, you are trying to be difficult. and You know it. I'm not trying. I'm succeeding. <laughs> the Joker. This is real twisted. This is so, <laughs> so twisted. twisted dude. So twisted. Yeah, with the spread gun, nothing can stop us. We're all the way up. Check this out. All I'm right, I'm it. out. Mikey's doing some spread gun shit right now. And he's going to finish this level. He's going to carry us on to the next Let's level. Let's carry it. There we go. Carry on, my wayward son. Here we go. Carry on, my wayward son. I was Fill him. Let's go. Mikey's doing great against the final boss. It's not even the final boss. It's just well, a wall. you know wall. what I mean. You it's know what I mean. It's a wall. And Mikey did it. And I kicked the shit out of that wall. Mikey did so well. We're so proud of it him here. It is very cool. That 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 uh, sound cue of... That's also Contra 3. Like, they haven't gotten rid of that. So now we're looking at one of these, uh, the new perspectives, where it's it's us going up. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a third-person thing, which is just... It was fucking unheard of. So always be ready to jump. These fucking frog motherfuckers. Jesus Christ, dude. Stop calling the French that. <laughs> how are they? How did this? This is are impossible. So the perspective, oh my is, God. the perspective is us going up towards yeah. these guys. So we're, we're side to side before in the first level. Now we're facing forward. So Mikey's moving on to the third stage here. I, I, I'm I guaranteeing a win on this one. I get it. I get I get the, the formula now. There we go. We're there done. There we go. We got it. Nice. Stage okay, same two. thing next time. We'll just split the difference here. Yep. You get right. You get left. I get right. <laughs> yeah. Look at us fucking go. Come on. Fill him. Oh, no. You got to go prone. There, there we go. go. Yeah, nice. baby. Nailed it. Oh, God. How many were these are there? A lot. We are nowhere near the end. <laughs> Having the machine gun is such a oh, fucking I'm advantage. Dead. I'm gone. Mikey, are you going to oh, save us? I thought I was going to save us. One more. I think we got one more. Oh, my God. It's weird because from this perspective, the enemies move so much more different. I was going to say. Like, thankfully, they're not this agile when we face them in regular levels. <laughs> this one, we're guaranteeing a win. And I know I said that last time, but things have changed. So I've got one life. Or you have, you're on I your last no, I'm life. I'm on my last one. Jump it. Nice. Yeah, Mikey got it. Here we go. Okay, we've never made it so far. Yes. Here we go. Oh, oh. Boss time. Okay. And I'm dead. Oh, wow. Holy oh, that shit. Was well, that was fun while it lasted. Okay. And welcome back to the retrograde. What's up, Bill? Thanks for joining me, bitch. Oh my god, am I the lance of the situation? No, I said sup, Bill. I'm I'm making myself the lance. Oh, you're making. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate that. Because I've got the 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 dark hair. Yeah. Uh, and the sidekick mentality. <laughs> <laughs> A classic Lance Bean situation here. Uh, so we just hey, played cow. What are you doing? Uh, wait, Ow. Oh, hey. Stop flicking the bean. Ow. <laughs> oh, my God. Ouchies. <laughs> Uh, it, that, that term should be taken literally. You need to flick it. Uh, that'll be a good way to piss off all your partners in the future. Um, okay, so we just played Contra. We did. And we have thoughts. Uh, we have thoughts. Man, I don't know. Okay. Disappointed is what I'll say. 
Yeah, I think that's, you know, yeah, I think that's a fair way to say my, it. My problem is um, when you're dealing, like, I don't do well with bullet hell. And bullet hell is a is a definition of a type of game where uh, enemies shoot bullets. They usually move pretty slow, but there are a multitude of them. Yeah. And your goal as the, as the player is just avoid them at all costs yeah. while aiming your bullets at them. This is... This is that, yeah. but the NES is so much less sophisticated than the SNES when it comes to um, being able to maneuver frame by frame. I yeah. think it's, it's yeah, a yeah. lot less precise. And in a bullet hell type game, when I'm used to Contra 3 and the ability to move around a, with a little bit more agility yeah. and, and quickness... And when the graphics and the backgrounds and the and the setting are that much more engaging, yeah. this just feels so un- underwhelming in comparison. And and it's not to say I didn't enjoy it, yeah. But it just when I think Contra, right, this reiterates the fact that it's Contra Three that I'm thinking about. You know, it's funny you say that because that's exactly what I was gonna say. Where it's like the franchise bleed of it, and I'm like Contra, here we go, let's do this thing. And I started playing. I'm like, oh, this is Contra Three. Oh, okay. yes, exactly. Oh, so in my mind, Contra 3 is the game that I was thinking of too because it's really hard to differentiate the bullets of your enemies, the bullets of your own, the background. Right. And I was thinking of a Contra 3 where it's like, oh, I get it. Okay, I see what's yes. going on here. Yes, And it's in, in, and I know Contra is famously tough, but man, that lives up to expectation. It, Holy it God. It really does. And there's this weird thing, you know, when we were playing Ninja Gaiden yeah. on the NES, similar era, a game we liked. A game we really liked. Yeah. And I will say is better and holds up better than this game. I'll, I'll say that right I'd off the bat. Yep. The reason for that, mm-hmm. I think, is because when you're dealing with sword swipes instead of bullets, yeah. it's a lot easier to maneuver around an enemy's attacks and use your own. When yeah. there are just bullets floating around, like like in a bullet hell game like this, and I don't even know if a lot of people will like that I'm, I'm defining this as bullet hell, but it kind of is. When an enemy shoots a bullet and it's a mm-hmm. slow moving projectile that goes across the map and they'll send three or four and then it's on you to recognize the pattern of that movement yep. and avoid it and get in towards the uh, the enemy. The problem is I, I thought I liked the idea that in order to shoot down and diagonally yeah. like the other six directions. Uh, you would have to or four directions. You would have to jump up and do so. It's very hard to organize that. Yeah. While avoiding an enemy's bullets. Whereas in Ninja Gaiden, it's more about uh, knowing that their attacks are very similar to yours and their range is similar to yours. Yeah. So you get close to them, you know their attack, you predict it, and then you move around. I think that's why when it comes to like Dark Souls, yeah. I enjoy it because it's not oh, shooting that's people. Interesting. It's yeah. like, this is you and me. We only have so much that we can do to one another when we're inside one another's like attack radius. Mm-hmm. I know what yours is. I'm going to avoid it, attack you, and that's it, and move uh, on. That's that's an interesting comparison. I, I think that, you know, I agree with you. It was hard to find pattern, even though the pattern exists, and I mm-hmm. totally find, yeah, I'm totally okay with that. But it's like the cheap stuff from early video games that I don't like. Yeah. Where, like, the screen is only so big. And, yes. And so big, I mean very small. And so that- Four by three. Yeah. It just does not age well. <laughs> no, and so Especially I, in bullet hell, right? Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. And so I'm jumping to the next level and the guy steps in front of me and I'm immediately losing life because of it. Dude, and I'm like, come that on. That happens so many times. Get the number of times, and, and this, this comes down to that idea of pattern recognition. And you mentioned that I like that, mm-hmm. but I don't like that in the sense that you need to memorize the way that a level plays out. What yeah. I like about pattern recognition is the actions an enemy will take once they're on screen and you get to avoid that 
What I mean is there are certain points in this uh, in this game, even in the first level, where you jump to another uh, uh, platform. Yeah, platform. And yeah. if you jump there too early and the screen moves a bit more to yes. the right, another enemy just jumps onto that platform. And you there, lose that fight. You lose that fight. Yeah. If there is no logical way that you could have predicted that mm-hmm. by enemy telegraphing or pattern or yeah. anything like that, the first time through, if there's no way to predict it, that's not good pattern recognition for me. What I like about Dark Souls is if you are paying enough attention, you can win the first time through if you're careful enough. In this, it's impossible yeah. because they'll throw enemies at you from off screen in a way that you can't predict. No, I completely agree with you. And like, okay, so that's a con for sure. Um, let's talk about some pros. Okay, absolutely. Music, music Noises. is so good. Just presentation in general. Yes. The graphics are great. The graphics, enemy great. design is yes. great. Level design is great for the air. Eighty-eight. Is, Come on, it's bonkers yes. how good this game looks. Mm-hmm. Bonkers, and sounds. Yes, and honestly, how good it 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 plays in the sense that you get these weapon upgrades. Like every time mm-hmm. I get the spread gun, I feel kind of invincible. Yeah, uh, yeah. and yeah. and then I jump off a cliff by mistake. <laughs> but like, still, like there there is a lot to love about this yeah. game for how early it is. Yes, yes, I would I would agree with you on that one. And I, and I will say we talked about it a little bit in the gameplay, but another big pro is so on the first one you die quickly and you're like, yes. "Hmm, okay, cool." And the second time, you get a little further. Yes. The third time, you get a little further. So, you know, you want to get mad and frustrated at the idea that this game is so difficult and yet you get better every time, showing you that the more you learn, the more time you spend in this world, the better you get at it. I'm okay with that level of difficulty because it shows you that you can get better the more you learn. That, I agree. And and I, I said this at the beginning of the gameplay. Every time we play, we're going to get slightly farther than we got last time. You did and say I, that. I yep. think to a T, that was true. Yep. Literally every time we pressed start, we got farther than the time before it yes. in which we pressed start. Yes. The problem is, the reason we were able to do that is because there are those certain moments of gameplay that we predict an enemy jumping from off screen, something happening that's unpredictable, and we're able to, like, that saves a life. Every time you recognize one of those, it saves a life, yeah. which is why you get one life farther. Yeah. And then you realize the next thing that is, like, a, a life sacrifice because you did the wrong thing, you wait for it the time afterwards, and then you get one life farther than that. The reason I think it works better in something like Dark Souls is because instead of memorizing the specific appearances of enemies at a a one-hit kill position, you memorize a, a certain type of enemy yeah. and what they do to attack you. Right, yes. And in order to get around them, you know that like when they raise their sword like in the air above their head, it's going to be a certain attack and you have a split second to react. Right. When it's yeah. to the side, it's a different attack. So it feels more rational and it feels more reliant on uh, uh, sense memory. Like like when you see an enemy do something, you react to it. Mm-hmm. This is just like when you're at a certain point in a level, you do a certain thing because arbitrarily you know an enemy is going to spawn at this point for no reason. Yeah. And it feels less satisfying that way. Mm-hmm. There is an element of satisfaction because you get beyond it, but only because you've been through it once before. Yeah. And I don't love that. I, I, I'm with it. you on that one. Like, I don't like that you can't figure it out 
the first time on the fly. Yes. You have to play it again. Right. That sucks. And that feels very punishing and also harkens back to their arcade origins of going, I need more quarters. Right. I need you to put more quarters. Right. In. Well, this is not it. This is a home console and we can, you can show progression without having to do a game over without doing continue. But at the same time, it's 1988. I'm not expecting them to know that in the moment. Of course. It's just that just the fact, I mean, this is what, this podcast is all about yeah. just the fact that it was from 1988 doesn't mean that in the current score yeah it's acceptable no and, and it, here's my question to yeah you. okay so we play a lot some questions. We, we play a lot of these older games okay do you are you okay with retro games that have one hit kills um almost no like the idea like if you just say that flatly yeah no. michael yeah. flatly no <laughs> uh lord of the dance no not at all but if you start showing it in a in a presentable world with the idea where you can, I can, I, you know, there's been a number of games where you're like, okay, give it to me again. Come on. No, let's do one more time. Right. I, can, I figured it out now. Right. There is a way to present it in a way that makes me want to, uh, it's like the the first bit's free. Like, oh, I want, sure, I, sure. The first bit's free. Yeah. And I want to go back and do it again. But is that is that enjoyable to you, or that's is that question. just that's a good question? Because the original Ninja Gaiden, for example, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, there is a a health mechanism in it. Yes, there and is. that game came out in 1988. Yeah, and that's a game where it's not just about avoiding floating bullets. Yeah. It's about learning each enemy, understanding what their pattern is, and yeah. then and then uh, affecting yeah. your like like to me that is so much more enjoyable as a mechanism than this where there are bullets everywhere and you have to deal with the fact that someone is just going to land on you from off screen. You know? Yeah. And no, I, that's a good point. That's a, I know I know what you're trying to do here as well where you're like, let's talk about some positives of the game. And there, there are a lot. It's just like, I think my disappointment comes from the fact that Contra 3 is so much better in those regards. Yeah. It, there isn't as yeah. much coming from off screen. The, the overall design look and feel of it is a lot better. And if I'm going to play a game that's punishing and pattern-oriented from the era, Ninja Gaiden is just so much better. Yeah. It's so much better. It really is, and it's unfortunate, or actually maybe fortunate, that we played a game from a similar era with a similar style of play recently, you know, mm-hmm. within the last six weeks or whatever it is. And so it's it's fun to have somebody compare it to Contra where people are like, Contra, oh my God, that is a huge, you know, impression on the industry. Where Ninja Gaiden, even though it just had a remaster, right. and, you know, whatever, and that's really good, I don't think is it, it pales in comparison to what Contra means in video games. Yeah, oh, man, that's a good point. I, I wonder. I think there are, you know what? I think, I think Ninja Gaiden has had more to do in the modern game industry than Contra has. Yeah. Uh, like I think about the Ninja Gaiden series on the Xbox, like how much that reinvigorated the franchise and like what has Contra done recently that we really like? Not much. Yeah. Contra was a great, a great retro game, but when it comes to something like this, I'm like, how great of a retro game was it when something like Ninja Gaiden came out at the same time and I think did a better job at it? You know, but it's like, it's one of those weird ones of like, better at the time or better now? Yeah. And this podcast is better now. And I, I would tell you, you know, look, without getting under our scores here, but I would tell you Ninja Gaiden was a better current game than Contra was. I, I agree with that 100%. The one thing I'm hesitant uh-huh. about though, and I know that this is not fair to Ninja Gaiden because of when it came out, but like... Contra three, okay, but but this yeah I, no I, no 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 okay. this this is no I I'm also I'm I'm taking a shot at myself here because I said before we played, uh, uh Contra one yeah I was like 
this is probably going to surprise us. I think we're in for a treat. And I was wrong. So now I'm really worried that if we go back and play Contra 3, it's going to be much worse than I remember it (laughs) for the exact same reasons. Well, this might get the NBA street treatment where we did the one. We call it, I think, the NBA streetment. I appreciate that. And thank you. And I, for me to you. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Where we do the one where we do, for the first one, we go, oh boy. Yes. So this wasn't the game we thought. And then we immediately do the successor that we thought the game was in the beginning. Andrew, do you want to commit to doing Contra 3 next week? Mikey, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll absolutely do it right there with you. Let's do it. Contra 3 next week. Because this wasn't the game we thought it was. No. So why, why, why? Let's, let's, let's do Contra 3 next week. Give it its full opportunity to be judged and see where it goes there. Yeah, I love this as a franchise and I hate the fact that I'm coming down hard on it, but this... Well, with that being said, why don't we get into our scores? Let's let's get into our reviews then. Uh, Andrew, uh, why don't you start us off? You gave this one a three in its retro score uh, out of four bits. What are you going to give this one in the current score? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) With my prompting. Is it... This game is not a lot of fun. It is excruciatingly difficult. Yes. And, and in its way, they, 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 they churn your lives so fast, hoping your partner, and if you're playing with two players, thank God. Yes. But if you're not, oh my God, you are, you are going through this game so fast. Patience, yes, will last you a longer time than being aggressive, which in modern games, being aggressive is the way to pl- be playing games. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> that being said, okay, sounds good. Graphics, better than you thought. Controls, uh, iffy, maybe maybe not yeah. as good for me. Totally okay with that. But the difficulty is so cranked up so high, it's really hard to enjoy this game. I'm not going to give it one of the worst scores we've ever gotten, but I can't give it a good score because at the end of the day, is this an enjoyable game to play? Is this a game where you're like, huh, satisfying, good. Not for me, so I'm going to give it a two out of four. Okay, I actually thought you were going to go lower than that. I actually thought it was two, to be honest, but I was like, one and a half didn't feel right. Yeah. So I just bumped it up to two. See, it sucks because it, it it almost feels like over the last 10, 15 minutes, I've been harder on it than you have, but it's because of what my expectations were. Yeah. In spite of that, I know that this is a good game and a good experience. I almost feel like having a second player is more chaotic. I oh, think I really? Would, I, like, this is a rare case oh, where wow. I think I would have enjoyed having just myself in it. Okay. Where I can keep track of where everyone is. Yeah. I can determine exactly what the pattern is. Like, I want to come into this portion of the mm-hmm. level on the top and then go down to the middle and then back to the top and then down. Like, yeah. I think it would be easier and more enjoyable to do it there. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is basically just to say, like, I don't enjoy playing video games with you. And this is a good time. Sorry. What? No, no. I mean, we're supposed to be honest, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. So you can't be offended that I'm telling the truth. Uh, Oh, no, no. Try me. I definitely will be offended. But you should. And now, so a listener knows this, that because he's offended, it's on, this is on him for sure. You would be terrible in therapy. (laughs) Uh, Listen, that's what all my therapists have said to me. Right. Yes. This is canonical. This is canonical. We don't want to see you anymore. (laughs) The therapist told you. Uh, I can't do anything for you. <laughs> You're on your own. How sad is that 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 is a true story? I think that says more about the therapist, to be honest. I Honestly, it does. Yes. yes. He also had a sexual assault. Uh, uh, oh, thing my God. Him. Is that, that true? Is, that's a true story. Oh, my God. Um, without getting into that. Uh, but I do I do think that there are redeeming qualities to this. I was, I'm more hard on it because of how great I know the franchise becomes. Yeah. Um, 
in spite of that, uh-huh. I could see myself going back to this. I'm going slightly higher than you with a two and a half out of really? four. Really? Uh, yeah, not 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 anything more than that. Oh my god! But when I think of like a two out of four, it's just kind of average. Like never need to see it again. If if I'm going for a game of this era with the challenge of this era. At least this has the sentimental appeal, the aesthetics, the sound design, and something more to keep me yeah, going. Yeah. And the fact that every time I played it through, like this isn't super ghouls and ghosts, where every ghoulies time we played ghoulies and ghostsies, yeah. where every time we played, we lost harder than the oh time my before. God. Literally every time we picked up the controller, we did a little bit better, and that yeah. says something more about it. Two and a half out of four. I'm not going to play it again anytime yeah, soon, no. but it's not a terrible, terrible game. So with our current scores, that's a four and a half. That gets us to a ten and a half out of 16. That's true, and you got to that before I was even able to enter it into our master spreadsheet and I get know. that score. I, but I, that, I, that's I just a human computer over here. But with Mikey, we need to get Elliot out of his cage oh. and, and to bring out what awards does Contra win? Well, we can do that, but we also, like, before Elliot comes out of his cage, we need to hear... The theme song. Okay, this seems like semantics. But yes, okay. While Elliot is released from his kitchen. I know Andrew's very (sighs) anti-semantic, but we'll we'll, we'll go into it as well. So in my mind, uh, the warming of the band is the releasing of the cage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Releasing of the the cage. Releasing of the cage. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh, wow. And the cage has been released. Oh, my goodness. And here's Elliot, shirtless with a bandana. Oh, yeah. That is gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, you look good. He looks great. I mean... It, uh, bandana around the head? Bandana, bandana around, around the, the head. head. Bandana around the other head as yeah, well? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, is that the... Yeah, that's what yeah, I was going yeah, with. Yeah, 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 bandana around the head, bandana around the head. You look good, Elliot. Um, but you also uh, came out of your cage a little bit early, and we get to give you... Say it with us, crowd... 14 lashes. <laughs> Great stuff. What? The Michael Shannon special. <laughs> the Michael Shannon. Uh, Elliot, why don't you reach into that bandana and take the uh, envelope out and see what this game has won? Oh, so it's from the bottom, baby. <laughs> oh, nothing. Oh, my Again. God. Nothing. But you know what? This, it too bad. Used, this used to be a disappointment. Yeah. But it's now one of my most favorite things. Because it? when it gets a uh, no traditional awards yeah we get handed these these envelopes with right. uh awards we've never seen right before. so i've got uh, i've okay, got what one here got? what award do you have so i'm going to open this up and it is the uh spread gun oh. and the reason it's the spread gun award is because uh one of the pellets hit it just <laughs> wasn't this one it was the third pellet out of the gun oh i love that okay so what award did i get okay let me open the envelope it's the Bonnie and Clyde Award. Mm. Even though it's a legend, it's full of bullets. Oh, that's so weird. Uh, I guess it just got mowed down by bullets. Uh, that's so strange. I, I do think there's something to that award, though. This game is a legend. Stone Cold legend, right? It like is. we're talking yes. about. Yeah. And it should be. And we even going back and playing it, even though we didn't give it a great modern day score, yeah. you could feel it. You were like, oh, I could, I could see it. I could see it. It's one of those things where you play it and, and, and yeah, to your point, you just feel like there's a reason why we remember this as one of yes. the games. Because as much as, as much as we throw at this game to say, like, you did this wrong. Mm-hmm. So many games of the era did it. Oh, absolutely. And this is the one for some reason that we remember. Yeah. And I think I know why now. Yeah, I, I, I totally do. It was totally fun to play, and I can't wait to go back and play it. 
next week. Yes, on Contra oh 3. Oh, my God. Contra the 3. Alien Wars. It's going to be so much fun. So, Mikey, I am so excited to play that game. But more importantly, thank you so much for listening. We love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. With me, as always, the bat. Wait, what no, am I doing? you're Andrew Bascom. No, do I do that? It felt you weird. You should do that. Okay. You should say, I'm Andrew Bascom, yeah. and with me, as always. Yeah, yeah. Well, more than importantly, I love every single one of you. I'm Andrew Bascom. We don't have to. We can change uh, it. No, we can, but no, no but it's I too late. Want, it's too late, Is Mikey. it too late? It's too late. It's too late. Okay. I'm Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, give us some of your blood. (laughs) I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. (laughs) Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Mikey and Andrew enter an existential crisis. (laughs) I want a Ferrari. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.